Today's show, I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Finance Friday episode. We talk about all things money mindset. We've got Bob Proctor back on the show today. And today, Bob is going to cover several different topics when it comes to your money mindset. But the one that I really want to emphasize here is what he gets to about three or four minutes into the clip when he starts talking about the opinions of others, worshiping the opinions of others. And when I teach my Money Mind Academy course, I would say that the number one challenge that my students face is the opinions of others. What are they going to think of me when I decide to raise my vibration to match the financial abundance that I want to attract into my life? What are they going to think? You know, one of the most basic human needs is this. It's belonging. It's community. It's right there on the third rung of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, community, belonging. And the brain, which is wired for survival, it feels that in order to survive, we need to belong. We cannot get kicked out of the tribe. And so we live our lives addicted to the opinions of others, worshiping them, doing our very best to get everybody else's approval, to avoid criticism, while at the same time putting a cap on the possibilities of our lives. One of the big things that we cover in Money Mind Academy is self-esteem. You know, being your own person, despite what anybody thinks, not caring, just moving forward in order to realize your potential. And when you can do that, when you can move forward despite the opinions of others, you are on your way. And so the quote of the day is this, Will we worship the God of opinion or the God of our heart? Here's Bob. Now, this is the book that Rhonda Byrne was inspired to do the secret through this book, through the science of getting rich. Her, um, her daughter gave it to her. It was a very old copy, and she gave it. And that's what Rhonda Byrne, she was in TV down in Melbourne, and... Uh, this is the book that inspired that. And that has moved mentally millions, hundreds of millions of people. So let's think of this for a moment. I want you to think of yourself. I'm saying you can create your own economy. You literally can. It doesn't really matter what financial position you're in, Make this a starting point. In the Born Rich book, and if you don't own it, you can go to our site and download it for nothing. In um, chapter two, I show you how to get out of debt. You set up an automatic debt repayment program, and then you don't think of debt ever again. Then you just think of prosperity. Now, that's actually what happened to me. It took me a long time to figure out what I had done. But I wrote on a card that I was going to have $25,000 when I first read that book. I didn't even know anyone with $25,000. I don't think I had ever known anybody with that much money. And I kept reading the card. Now, what happened was, and I only saw this in retrospect, or became aware of this in retrospect, I started to think of earning money. 
Now, the natural thought on anybody's part, well, weren't you thinking of that before? No, I wasn't. I was thinking of debt. If you're in debt and you have people calling you for money, that dominates your thinking. All you're thinking is debt, 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 get out of debt. And if that's what you're thinking, that's where you're going to stay. You're going to attract more debt. That's why most people stay in debt all their life. Well, in the book, I show you how to set up a, an automatic debt repayment program, and then all you focus on is prosperity. And if that's what you start focusing on, that's what's going to happen. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. Now, I'm going to ask you to turn to page 169 in your book. It's way towards the back of the book. And what we're going to do, we're going to start off on the deep end of the pool. And then we'll come back and we'll get into the shallow end a little later. Right at the top of page 169, there's a quote there by Waddles. He said, there is a mind which knows all there is to know. And if you have deep gratitude, you can come into close unity with this mind by faith and the purpose to advance in life. Okay? Now, what we're talking about is all your answers are here. Now, I'm going to share something with you. It's not in your book. Um, I'm going to share it with you now, and then I'll share it with you a little later. If there's anybody on, and I know there is, from Copenhagen, this came from the man in Copenhagen many, many years ago, Soren Kierkegaard, a very bright guy. He said something about listening. Listening. We are so caught up in what's going on in our outside world, we miss it. He said, we can only get in touch with our own source of intuition and wisdom when we no longer depend upon others' opinions for our sense of identity and worth. Now, really think about that for a moment. We can only get in touch with our own source of intuition and wisdom when we no longer depend on others' opinions for our sense of identity and worth. We all tend to worship something. The question is, will we worship the God of opinion or the God of our heart? I found I had less and less to say, and finally I became silent, and I began to listen. I discovered in the silence the voice of God. Kierkegaard was a very bright guy. He's very well known to the community over in and around Copenhagen because that's where he came from. That is one of the most beautiful pieces of literature that you can find. Now, Webster said that a rhetorical question is a question without an answer. You couldn't have a question without an answer. That's like having an inside to the room without an outside. Answer is the polar opposite to the question. It's the flip side of the coin. So you cannot have a question without an answer. Every question has an answer. And if you listen, you will hear your answer. 
This is where we want to be quiet. This is where we start using wisdom. Let me go through this one more time. He said, we can only get in touch with our own source of intuition and wisdom when we no longer depend upon others' opinions for our sense of identity or worth. We all tend to worship something. The question is, will we worship the God of opinion? So many people do. They're so concerned with what other people think about them. I have reached a point where I really don't care what you think of me. I really don't. I, honest to God, I don't. Now, I hope you like me. I'm a nice guy. You should. But if you don't, that's okay. Okay? Now, I can remember for a very long part of my life, I really cared about what you thought of me. And if I heard you didn't like me, that, that would just destroy me. I care more of what I think of me today. And I think this is what Kierkegaard is talking about. We want to listen to the inner self. We all tend to worship something. The question is, will we worship the God of opinion? I mean, are you really concerned with what other people think of you? Are you letting that control your life? Or the God of our heart. All right, that was Bob Proctor closing out the week on a Finance Friday. His website is bobproctor.com. He's got another live paradigm shift event coming up October 5th through 7th in Los Angeles, California. You can also catch it live from home via live stream video. You can learn more about that at paradigmshiftseminar.com. And I will see you on Monday. I'm out. Peace. Peace.